As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody. For whoever wants to listen, I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined, as always, by the one and only Skipper McGipper. What's up, dude? Oh, man. So, yeah, new format. We're going to be breaking down <laughs> these shows, and Steel's going to run out of names for me. No, I'm not. Way faster. No, I'm not. I'm back on the train. I, I missed a bunch of weeks, so I just you did. I I didn't mean... have the energy to, to come up with a new one. So, hey. Call to the audience. Send me those Shooter Magooter nicknames. I can get them in here. Skipper McGipper. Skipper McGipper reporting for duty, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, we're going to be covering Salt Lake on this episode. Yeah, baby. And we're really going to get into it because we've got a lot to talk about here. Before we get into it, because I feel like Salt Lake, every time I watch it, gives me like Christmassy vibes. I don't know why. Maybe it's the snow or just the theme. I know they're in Bermuda right now, but just the theme overall. You know, it's like gospel No. snow? Oh. The snow and then like the cutscenes, the music's very churchy. It's like, oh, it is, yeah. Oh, oh, that was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> expect that. Uh, so back to what I was saying. Are you excited for Christmas? Where are we going for Christmas? We're we taking a trip. We're we staying home. Uh, technically, so I, I'm going to the shore. You're going down to shore. Parents, parents live down the shore now, so got to go down there. But uh, excited because a bunch of my cousins are going down there so we'll uh we'll be able to go out i think saturday night maybe what's sunday night's christmas eve i always hate when christmas is on monday oh yeah it throws everything off and then i have to go back to work on tuesday it just doesn't make any sense what's the vibe now do you have to go back on monday no what well if you what do you mean christmas is sunday do you have to work the 26th no if christmas is sunday you're off on the 26th oh and then that's nice christmas is monday so we're off friday it, it makes it the whole thing is just a nightmare that doesn't sound as cool no four-day weekend though so i'll get into it but apparently all the uh the wildwood bars are all dressed up in their christmas gear so you're gonna get a tully nut no i don't know if that one's yeah that's probably open it's a dive bar maybe i could get a little tully nut i've never had one obviously would be like a christmas tully nut just add like some fireball in there, probably. Yeah, or like a cinnamon stick and fireball. Yeah, my, my favorite Christmas. Have you ever had um, what is it, coquito? I, there's no way that's the correct. Maybe it is. I think I know what you're saying. Hey, but... Dev. Oh yeah, Dev's close. Do you know what coquito is, or is it conquito? That rum like Christmas drink. Oh, I was just gonna get into that. <laughs> I hope this is all on here. This is all on here. Okay. Anyway, well, the one that I was thinking of is like a rum-based drink. I'm probably wrong about that. Steel's probably right. But yeah, no, the next best one is Santa's Come. Are you talking come. about Chambord? No. Okay. But yeah, Santa's Come. Dev just reminded us about Santa's Come. Fireball and... Uh, Bailey's? No. Oh, what was that, that white shit? Rum Chata. Dev from the top rope. Thanks, dude. That's basically what what the drink is that I'm thinking of anyway, but that's a really good one. Or you can call it a Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shot. That's not nicer than Santa's Come. Yeah, but like when you want to get festive, it's Santa's Come. Yeah. <laughs> Santa's <laughs> Jizz. Happy holidays. What are you getting out of Santa's sack this time? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just found out that my youngest sister listens to the podcast sometimes. Oh, no. And he's like 16, so that... I, I know that now, so then when you say things like that, it makes me sad. We are rated. We are. TVMA. Yeah. P, 
Yeah, so Finn, TCMA. And if you're listening to this, you're you're not following the rules. You're yeah. supposed to. It TV says plus. TVMA. Get out of here. Don't out. You're good. But uh, anyway, let's get back to what we were uh, what we're supposed to talk about. And that's a little uh, Roslick. Roslick. Roslick in the islands. I was trying to think of something clever and I couldn't. Yeah. R- nope, I can't do it. Uh, do but it. we're in Bermuda. Yay. And I got to ask you a question because you strike me as somebody. I think I know the answer to this because I think you are. But enlighten me and our audience. Are you a jammies guy? Yeah, matching jammies. Oh, yeah. yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. I fucking knew it. Big time matching jammies guy. <laughs> Huge. Which is actually shout out to last year. Today, last year was our Christmas show. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. I just got the notification on my phone earlier. So that day, I wore matching jammies. I I thought that was a bit for the. <sighs> yeah, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> spent a hundred dollars on matching jammies for a bit. You I would. Hundred dollars on matching jammies, dude. Yeah, you. I've got you have. Hair. Do you have house slippers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. None of this surprises there me. There is nothing better than doing, like, take a late night shower, get into some jammies. I, the thing is, I can't sleep in them, though, because they get too hot. Wait, so you so put I, wear, jam- I wear them around the house. That's weird. Fucking, you're weird. Wear sweatpants. I wear sweatpants all the time. Joggers, mostly. Yeah. That's the problem, is I've got joggers all over, and, like, joggers are comfortable, but if I'm lounging around, jammies, especially in the winter. That doesn't, this is not surprising. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I want to get like a little nightcap. You would with a little like walk around with a little candle in my hands. Like picturing nobody sleeps better than that motherfucker that walks around with matching jammies, a little nightcap and that candle in his hand. That just reminds me of uh, what's the night before Christmas. No, no. Um, fuck. What's the movie and the book Scrooge? A Christmas tale. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Christmas tale. Is it Christmas tale? Yeah. Yeah. That reminded me of like Ebenezer Scrooge. Like yeah, before exactly. that ghost of Christmas past like shows up. Yeah. Like nobody sleep. And you know that. You already know the snore that they do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. I can't. You can't hit that octave. Me, me. <laughs> I'm going to make you do that more often. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Roslick, Bermuda. Let's go. Jammies. But they're setting up for the birthday and it's Monica's B-Day bash. And uh, everyone seems like they're on the same page to start the morning out. Like, tensions aren't very high, even though there was a little blow up the night before. They seem to all be focused on what the goal is. That's Monica. We even get Heather and Whitney, I guess, making up. I don't know if that's what that was. I think it was. That's it. It seemed like a sibling makeup. That's you know, what that like, like bullshit, too. like older sister giving a fake hug. Yeah. And then you make them give you a big hug. And yeah, it seemed like that. But I feel like we've seen that so many times with the two of them before. And then we get Meredith saying, like, I don't think it's ever right to speak that way. You don't yeah, okay. talk to anybody that way. Which, by, can we just get this on record? If somebody tells you to shut the fuck up, it's not that big of a deal. It's not. I tell you shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up all the, all the time. All the time on this podcast. Yeah. On, like, in public. Who Shooter cares? and I tell each other to shut the fuck up frequently. Yeah, usually during birds games. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> actually, no, we don't do it to each other. We do it to other people. No, we're good us. watchers. We yeah. watch the same way. We're silent. Yeah. I'll stand up. <laughs> just fucking quiet as hell. Yeah. I'll stand up and walk around and I'll say things to myself. I don't talk to people. I'll tell myself to shut the fuck up. Shooter will excuse himself for an extended period of time to avoid talking to people when something bad happens. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone and go watch it. It cracks me up because he'll disappear and people are like, where's Shooter? I'm like, I know where he is. He'll yeah. be back. <laughs> he, didn't, he doesn't like you. Yeah. He doesn't want to talk to any of you, so he's gone. But uh, I thought it was funny when Lisa walks out just because I was like, oh, we wasted the good surprise on you. That is like Daddy. prime time, yeah. <laughs> but I was I was optimistic about this group because of this joke where they're pumping up the balloons and it's a very suggestive, it almost looks like a shake weight, Yep. which, you know, those commercials to this day are fucking Hilarious. insane. Like just 
people, if you're not on YouTube, you're missing out right now. But this is ridiculous that this was like for years. Remember this? You're your bracelet. I know. I'm actually trying to do that for the microphone. That's the shake weight. I'm shake weight. I'm refraining from telling a story because now I know that Finley listens to the show. So yeah, see what I mean? To. It changes everything. I know. But, uh, it doesn't. I shouldn't I'm tell that story kidding. anyway. Yeah. But uh, regardless, the it was a great joke because she's doing that. And Heather's like, you should have no problem with it. She's like, yeah, that's how I get my jazz tickets. I was like, that's Perfect. fucking funny. Great Perfect. callback. And everybody laughs. Or Lisa finally understands humor. But that's what I think that moment for me unlocked this whole show like the biggest issue is everyone takes everything so goddamn seriously it's not that deep shut the fuck up it's not that deep yep jazz ticket joke fucking it's funny man sometimes it can be funny and you can move on you don't have to make everything into like a knockdown drag out fight so that was that was encouraging but it doesn't stay that way we'll get to that later but monica is elated she claims to have never had a birthday like this and i'm gonna again approach this episode without outside noise coming in here because we're getting a lot of he said she said currently where you know when we get to it they're going to say that you know monica's family said she couldn't they couldn't come over and film and then a lot of people are saying like oh did the family ever even invite her and now we got receipts from monica it's text messages with like production and all this other stuff so it all seems to be real and because there's like just we don't know what the underlying issue is they're saving that for the end of the season it looks like i can't speculate any other way other than Take it at face value. So I that's what I'm going to do. That's fine. You speculate. I'll, I'll face okay. value. Right, and then we'll, we'll meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, but she's recapping about LD and Linda didn't show up to couples therapy after she was the one that suggested it to her. She wanted to go to Bermuda, but Monica didn't want her there. And because she didn't want her to come, I guess she sabotaged the trip, which again, we'll get to. But that was the whole issue in the beginning of the episode was my mom wanted to come. I didn't want her down here. And now she's feeling some type of way about it. She refused to go to couples therapy. She's not showing up on that end. Why would I invite her to this? Yep. Which makes total sense. Makes total sense. That I, I, it resonates. I'm like, all right, fine. I get that. But we get Lisa and Monica. And this is when we finally get to start talking about my favorite rumor we've ever had. And that's Angie being part of the Greek mafia. Yep. We can really start diving into this because we've been teasing it and we haven't been able to bite off a piece yet. And this is exactly what I want to discuss because we get the rumors come out and that Meredith sent the whole story now. This is definitely Meredith. Meredith called Monica and said, did you get a DM? Check your DMs. She checks her DMs and now, oh, there's a DM in there from somebody with 16 followers that has all this these records, mm-hmm. actual pictures of legal documents, all this other crazy shit. So now I, I do believe Meredith's behind it. Where do you stand? That's exactly where I stand. I said this last week and Matt Rogers said that I was crazy for saying it. Yeah, he did. And that's exactly what I thought. Everybody thinks, and this is Meredith's MO, that Meredith isn't tech savvy enough to be able to do something like this. You don't have to be tech savvy to set up a fake Instagram. People do it all no, the time. It's, it's easy. You can do it as much as you want. You can have 15 different accounts out there. I mean, that's how we started our Broad Bros account. We just threw one out there. Why not? Yep. But she absolutely did this. This is just a nail in the coffin. This is Monica recounting exactly how all of this went down. I like that she brought Lisa in to talk about it first. She did this before, but this seemed different. When she was talking about the Angie and Sean rumors and she brought in Whitney first, it seemed like she was talking shit. Yeah. She wanted to just like give a little rumor out there, maybe make friends with Whitney that way, which is always kind of dirty and sleazy. This seemed like, I don't know how to approach this. This is weird as hell. And the way I think that what pushed this forward, because it seems like this happened weeks ago. Like this isn't new news. This is something that just popped off. I think the way that Meredith was acting the night before when it was just Monica and Meredith sitting in the kitchen at the end of the night 
where Meredith's like, I don't know. I have to catch up on my DMs. I don't know what's going on. Maybe that's true, but I didn't read that one. It's like, now you're now you're being weird. Yeah. Something's really weird. You called she me shifts. and told me to go check my DMs. I found it and said, what the fuck is this? This is crazy. You had a full discussion with me. And now you're sitting back saying you don't know? On camera. Weird. Yep. That's very weird behavior. I like that Monica, I, I'm assuming this is what she did, realized that that's very weird behavior, brought Lisa in because she doesn't know how to handle it. I'm not going to go straight to Angie and just start a bunch of shit because Monica and Angie, I guess they were friends through Jen Shaw, but... No, they geez. were friends. Then they, they had were, that weird falling out because of the is, party, and now they're back to being friends. It's like 50-50 where Monica doesn't know how to approach it, and she's also in a good place with Lisa now, and she wants to keep that going. Yeah, I thought that part definitely where she's like, this is an easy in with her where we can like bond over yes. a, a third party, and Lisa's going to latch on to it because it's Meredith. So yes. I think it's both, I want to get myself ahead of this where I don't want to like get blindsided by someone saying, well, Monica said... And also, it, it puts her in good standing with Lisa, which I think is important for a lot of people in this group. But I love that Lisa clocks Meredith immediately and like calls out exactly what we say all the time, which is, this is how she does things. Mm -hmm. And this is her using you to do her dirty work. And I love that this group is aware that Monica, sorry, that Meredith tries to put people into play. Yep. Not so much that this is Meredith behind the scenes, but yeah, Meredith's actively using you to try to stir some shit up. So like, they know what she does. And it, later... The whole table calls out like this is you, Meredith. We all know it. Finally. Yeah. Which is so nice to see. But while they're in the uh, the sprinter van headed to um, jet ski, Angie says they should all rap. And I know how much you like freestyle rapping and people doing it spontaneously. So I didn't know if you wanted to take this opportunity to do an Angie K rap. No. 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 Like I'm at Angie the Don. I got it going on. I don't want to do that. I can't see. That's the thing. I don't I want got to, business is plural. I'm I've a Greek never phenomenon. To do that, and I hate when other people do it. So I can't be hypocritical and be like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and do a rap. Only I could do it. They call me Angie. I'm a hero, but I spell it G-Y-R-O. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's not bad. You know what you're doing. Yeah. I can spit mad rhymes. I can keep going. Don't, 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 don't. Just don't do this to me. You just do an easy one. My, my name is Angie and I'm here to say. No. God, you're no fun at all. I want to keep going. You're, you know, I know you want to keep going. <laughs> we don't want to, I'm not getting bogged down by some Angie K rap. I wish we could have heard the rap. She listens yeah, to I the know. Humpty song on repeat, so I can't imagine what her rap style is. Yo, my name's Angie. That's... A to the NG. I'm Greek, so you know me. What you want for lunch, Spana Cobra, please? <laughs> all right, I'm done. I was but, <laughs> trying to think of something that rhymes with uh, Suzaki, but... Uh, you should say it right, and then you can probably do it. How do you say it? Is it Zeki? Oh. Well, there you go. I'm freaky, sneaky, smooth like Zeki. <laughs> that was pretty good, too. I could keep just going. Keep, just stop. Okay, just fine. move forward. Okay, Spider Van. I'm sweating over here. Van. And uh, Monica brings up Heather's daughter's sex life. And this is the caveat for what happens later and i i see both sides here because the one side and it's i very much see heather's side where it's like i don't want to talk about my daughter's sex life yes totally fair i also because it comes out later that it's more than that it's not just about the daughter's sex life heather's just very uncomfortable talking about sex it seems like i would say that's very true however 
The daughter thing definitely. The daughter plays. thing doesn't. Yeah, don't, just don't bring that. No, up. that's, that's weird. Weird. Yeah, and then for you to react the way that you did, where it's like, and, oh and my that's, god, that's and that you can chalk it up as like a difference in parenting, which is fine. Totally. You want to raise people differently? It seems like the way that Monica raises her daughters, she's a very close bond. She looks at her oldest daughter pretty much like a younger sister. Yeah. She asks for advice, which I don't. I don't daughter. actually agree with. I, I don't like that at all. Really, Keep but again, her out of your mom's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Maybe Monica doesn't really have anybody else to talk to about that. She so she doesn't. Talks to... But that's still like, and I don't want to drag her parenting by any means. I'm just saying you're asking a lot of a 15 year old or 16. Her 15 year old, 16 year old daughter is more mature than Monica is. That's a problem. That is a big problem. That's what I'm saying. You're putting but a lot on this child. Monica is now pushing her values, her like her parenthood on somebody else. You don't. You just don't they do don't. something like that. Like it's an uncomfortable to- topic. Nobody wants to talk about that. It's weird. You can't get mad about it that Heather doesn't no, want to talk about sex and, and chalk it up as like a Mormon thing or is this, this is just like a, a, a community thing with Utah. It doesn't really make any sense to me. It's like, well, you're actually the odd one out. Right. And a lot of people that are watching right now are very uncomfortable right now. Right. You can't then compare that to Heather not wanting to talk about sex later. I don't, I think it's two different things. I no, I do. in in the fact that I, I agree, like her to get defensive about the sex thing, like, yeah, that's weird. Don't talk about that. Yes. But she's clearly, I don't think she's comfortable talking about sex in general. I, I think that's true, too. Like I, That's my point. Yes. I guess both things can be true. But Linda strikes again, and I guess she took it upon herself to text or call the family in Bermuda and throw a wrench into their plans. So now they are no longer going over to her family's house where she's been talking about this nonstop. Like, all she wants to do is reconnect with her long-lost relatives in Bermuda, learn about her grandmother, XYZ, all that stuff. Like I said, we have gotten texts and receipts out in public about her talking with production and saying that we can go to this person's house. Wait, now we can't go to this person's house. I'm not saying that's damning evidence. It could be fabricated. But given Linda's behavior that we've seen on TV, this is all very plausible. It is very plausible. And you, you, I know you said that you're not going to speculate. I'm going to speculate. Yeah, we need both. I don't think the family was ever on board you don't i think maybe when monica reached out to them she said hey i'm coming to bermuda would be really nice to stop in and chat and you know get to know you guys and maybe look through some old picture albums and that's something that she was really excited about she probably neglected to mention that there were going to be cameras they did they said something about they didn't want to be filmed yes which is way more plausible look linda is a villain yeah that, that is completely separate we know that she is more than capable of doing something like this however Monica's no slouch herself. She could have already known that she wasn't going to be able to go to that house, painted her mom as an even bigger villain, and then acted like all of a sudden they just canceled it. Potentially. That is a possibility. I, look, also I don't know. plausible. I, I think I'm like 80-20 right now that the family just didn't want to get filmed. They don't want to be on TV. They haven't seen Monica in 30 years. Now you're going to come in there with a camera crew and do all this. Respect privacy. Yeah. Maybe I... go just do that on your own. Like you Don't make your family a fucking plot point your first season of your housewife career when you haven't seen them in 30 years that's super uncomfortable i i just don't agree with any of that but look if they were on board from jump and they really wanted to do it then sure go for it but i don't think that they were ever that comfortable with it i, I could see that being a thing too i don't know i don't know if we'll even ever get the answer unless like her relatives speak out but no and, and linda will say something on twitter and she should get her twitter blocked yeah i agree but we get to the beach and uh, we play a little beach game and it went surprisingly well. Very honestly. surprisingly we well. We play Boink, Mary Kill with uh, just the husbands in the group and they even have an out with exes and they didn't use it, which I thought was really funny right. except one person. But 
the fact that Lisa, who brought this game up, can't say that she'd fuck somebody else is stupid. The fact that Meredith Elba. That was funny. That was a really funny bit. Who wouldn't fuck Idris Elba? Let's be real here. I don't care where you stand. You can't look at Idris Elba and say, or sit. You can't look at that man and say, I I wouldn't fuck him. What? What? Huh? No, I I stand by it. Who wouldn't fuck Idris Elba? I kneel by it too. (laughs) Hey. But anyway. uh, It's funny that nobody, the best answer possible could have been Monica's ex's brother-in-law, or yeah. Monica's brother-in-law. Done. Would have been so the easy. best answer ever. It's so easy, but instead... Nobody's funny. Only one person says that. Who was it? Uh, Angie, I think, says that. But the rest of the group, I thought was funny. I was waiting to see who took offense to them killing their husband. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Nobody did, Nobody thank did. God. Good job. Now you go. For the husbands? Yeah. All right. Uh, Boink, Mary kill. Salt Lake husbands. Uh, let's go with... I, it's, it, every, every everybody's gonna say boink Seth, Seth. and I, I don't really get it. I'm gonna boink Seth because I need to understand. I know you I gotta to know why. I need to bathtub? understand. You gonna boink him in the bathtub? Yeah, we just play, to stay. You know, consistent. play bang clue. We're gonna play boink in the bathtub. No, we're gonna play with a toe in my ass. We're gonna play toe taint with Seth. <laughs> toe taint. No, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, it's it's kind of tough, honestly. Probably boink JB husband boss. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Marry Seth. Right. Seth at least seems kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, maybe ish. Okay. Compared to the rest of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's not really that glamorous. Um, it's not that glamorous. It's no, sad it's life. just not. <laughs> and then kill Mary Cosby's grandfather. Oh, okay. Wow. Wild card. Didn't see that yeah. coming. Uh, all right. I'm going to marry JB husband boss. Uh, he seems very supportive, even when he's not being talked to. I'm going to boink Seth, because I got to I gotta know what's going gotta on. figure it out. Got to get to the bottom of that, and I'm going to kill Justin because I think he's sneaky, the worst husband out of all of them. I think he gets away with it because he seems fair. nice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the game goes fine. Everyone gets through without fighting, which was is really nice. But then Lisa and Angie take a little stroll down the beach, and Lisa informs Angie about the Greek mafia rumors. And Lisa is 100% anti-rumor. She doesn't think any of it's true, and she leans in on Meredith to Angie. She's like, I know it's her. She did the same thing with me in those SEC filings last year. She does this shit all the time. She did it to Jen Shaw. She had all this secret information and it comes up out of nowhere. And this is what she does. She sends somebody off to do her dirty work while she stays on the side clean. And I'm glad that Lisa's calling her out because I really truly believe that if Meredith is going to have any kind of reckoning or come to who's this moment, she needs Lisa at the forefront because she's the only one that can drive it far enough. I think that Meredith can deflect all the other women. I think she can put them to the side and be like, yeah, whatever, I'm not listening. But I think Lisa is so relentless and loud that she's going to keep hammering it down till Meredith finally budges. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty true. Do you think that ultimately Meredith was a witness for Jen Shaw? Or against Shenshaw, rather. Ooh. She dug up enough dirt, and like that was the reason why she ended up going to jail. I don't That'd be fun. think so, only because and I... And Angie, what if Angie goes to jail? What if she... Meredith's right? What if Meredith is correct? And, and she's Angie goes mafia? to jail, too. Then Meredith... Then Meredith's better, just like she throwing people high. in jail. She better go high. She takes down the Greek mafia, Don. Just keep on going. Angie the Don. Who's next? Angie the Don. Angie Ange the Don. We're going to have to get a good nickname for Meredith if she ends up being right, though. She's a fucking assassin. She's the silent assassin. Yep. Um, moving on from there, Monica at least goes up to Angie and um, I don't know, 
Moving on from there, we get a scene with Angie and Monica, and Angie lets Monica know, I know about everything. And Monica seems a little nervous because she's afraid that this is going to turn into a situation where she's talking shit again. Angie takes it the right way, and they have a discussion about it. Pretty much everything that we already know, but this at least shows you that they're in good standing together, which is good to see that it's they're on the same see. page. Yeah, I, I was surprised that Angie had that stance, though, because we did see how she reacted after the Sean rumors came through. She told Monica basically to not do that ever again. Don't go to somebody else before you come to me. If you have a rumor about me, come to me directly. Monica did not. She I went to Lisa first. Now all of a sudden it's, oh, no, definitely not mad at you at all. Just tell me everything. I think it's what, the context what? of the rumor. What's, what? Yeah, the, I guess. I that's what dictates whether or not it's cool. I don't know which one's better. Or worse. The mafia one's cool. Mafia one's sick. Yeah, that's like a cool rumor. Because now. I would lean into it. Well, even if you, I would just be ambiguous about it. I would just be yeah, like, don't give anybody answers. Exactly. So then people Maybe don't start a fake Instagram and start sending Meredith stuff. Do that. Or just if you don't address it and then people think you might be, they're going to be scared to death of you. No one's oh going to fuck God. with you then. I would, I would start a fake Instagram and I would take like, go back into old pictures of myself with like old relatives back in Greece and, just post and then circle somebody and then send it to Meredith and say, who's this guy? I think that this, <laughs> this is one of the Dons over back in, in Greece. This is and then the Meredith would just like get going back in Mykonos when she eventually gets caught up on her DMS. That's so that's, I like that actually. That's a better play. Then we get to the party and they're at the Grotto Bay cave and uh, everyone's dressed like a pirate or they're Facebook's supposed sick. to be. I know dude, I would eat there, but they are supposed to be dressed like pirates. They're not all dressed like pirates. Lisa's definitely not a pirate. Everyone else close. Yeah, Lisa's a buzzkill. I'll get. I know. Just do the just fucking do, the do thing. something. Do it. It's fun. Wear like a. It's okay. Wear a bandana on your head. Like It'd be it's funny. not the end of the world. No, not at all. That's all you would have to do. You have the gold. You have big hoop earrings. You've got gold on your belt. Put on a bandana, and you're good. That's it. That's all you have to do, and you're going to be fine with me. You were so close, and you missed. But again, I, I say it all the time when we see these situations. Don't be the person at the Halloween party that's too cool to dress up. Yeah. Because then you stand out. You don't look cool. You look like a dork because you think you're cool. That drives me crazy. But while they're there, everything, this is where the, the sex talk kind of explodes. No pun intended. Explodes? Yep. And um, the whole sex shame thing and all that, like people take subtle digs, but then they decide to play a game. And I knew that the games could not continue to be good. They had to... You had one good game. Don't push it. Yeah, exactly. But they start playing a game when the last time you had sex was. And that's not that damning. I didn't think this was going to be a crazy scene. But this does highlight the fact that this group does seem somewhat uncomfortable with the They're topic. a little sheltered about it, yeah. And I think that because we're so used to these groups of housewives being so open about it, that this was more of a, a surprise to hear that everyone's like, ooh, like, I don't really, ooh, I don't know, Honestly, yesterday. Like this juxtaposed. Juxtaposed, if you will. To Miami, where they find a dildo in Kiki's room, and they dildo? start playing with it. A dildo, that's super funny. Like, this super group funny. will not talk about sex at all. The other group, hey, we found somebody's dildo. Let's I... go play with it. <laughs> like, that, it's just complete polar opposites. It's super funny. Could you imagine if this group had a similar scene where, like, somebody gifts them all a vibrator or something like that? Oh, God. I don't think they'd be able to handle that. It would be a heart attack. We need to see one, one or two of these people go on a trip with, uh, I guess candy from Atlanta would be great. That would be perfect. And then she gifts everybody a dildo from her store. The peach fuzz. What was that vibrator that looked oh, like a peach? Yeah, <laughs> Remember that, that from the show? Crazy. You should give them all that. And then don't tell them what it is, though. They have to figure it out. Yeah. Like, they, you got to figure out how to use this you thing. Give me a vibrating I just want to see Meredith's face when, it, like, when she opens the box. What's this? <laughs> what's in the box? But Heather goes off and she's 
furious because she's the only quote unquote single one in the group. And why would you ask this question? They're all married. It's not the same thing to me. That just makes it seem like you haven't had sex in a long time, which is fine. And if you're not comfortable answering, just be like, oh, you know, I'm not comfortable. And like, I guess it's a rock and a hard place because she doesn't want to be embarrassed. But the way that she goes about it is then acting like she's insulted by even bringing it up. And because she's the only single one there, it's fucked up. But meanwhile, Monica's definitely single. Just because yes. she hasn't signed the papers yet, like they're not still in a relationship. Yeah, I, I, that was just Heather deflecting even more. And it didn't make any sense to me. Like, that's a very obvious thing. Yeah, and then she don't don't say she's in. This is where I do agree with Monica. You can't call yourself a bad Mormon and now not talk about sex. That makes absolutely no sense. You can't call yourself a bad Mormon and then question whether or not like she's going through a divorce. She's single. Like it's very easy. It's very plain. It's very black and white. And you're trying to make it completely murky just so you can get out of this conversation that you have such a hard time with. Just make something up. That's all. Who cares? Yeah. Last week. Done. Period. Yep. You don't have to explain it. No one's going to ask you again. They might say, oh, who? And you'd be like, oh, I'll never tell. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I don't know. I don't get it. But Whitney, finally, finally, somebody says it. We say it all the time. No one else says it on these fucking shows. Whitney, we should just not play games anymore. You shouldn't. It's a good point. Because it never works out. It never. It never. You guys did it. You did what no other Housewives franchise could do. You had a game that went well. Fuck, Mary kill the husbands, which could have gone horribly. And it went okay. Honestly, that one should have gone horribly, and this one should have been fine. That's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. But what? Maybe that's what happened, though. Maybe they thought that they could land another one. Like, ooh, well, that one was pretty dicey, but two for we two? got through it pretty good. Two for two. You want to try it again? This one's a little easier. But Angie ends the awkwardness by stepping in and saying, I'm going to take the heat off of you guys. Let me, let me just do this for you real quick. Let me do you a favor. Hey, Meredith, what the fuck? And calls her out for all of the rumors and everything. And this is where you, when Meredith gets caught in a lie, it's so blaringly obvious because this whole group starts going in on her and it's led by lisa and angie if you pay attention to how she's responding i never said that i never made those claims i never said that she made those claims we know what you're doing you're implying that somebody else made those claims because this is what you do Mm -hmm. you set it up and you walk away and lisa finally calls it out at the table in front of everybody whitney calls it out at the table everybody at the table who has had the same experience with Meredith. It's the same MO. Yep. You're like, dare I say it, Ted Bundy. You got an MO. You got a rap. <laughs> we know how you do things. Don't do that. Nope. God forbid you can't do a metaphor. But this is you. It's got you written all over it. And she just keeps trying to deflect with the semantics game. And anytime that Meredith is playing semantics, you know that Meredith is lying. And I think that she is 100% behind the DMs. I think she's 100% behind the legal documents. And I think that she, for whatever reason, has taken it upon herself to try to oust Angie. And I don't know why. I have no idea why. Like, There's got to be some sort of underlying factor that we're not privy to as to why Meredith has such a deep-seated hatred for Angie. Or maybe she doesn't. Maybe she just likes to play in people's lives like this. Maybe that's what she likes to do on this show specifically. I can't figure it out. I, there's no motive here for me. It seems exhausting. It, it's got to be exhausting. But you know what? She's probably bored sitting uh... at home doing that podcast with Seth. And then what else am I going to do? All right, well, you she know, the Meredith Marks got some time everything. off until we have to start filming again. So let's well, she just. Does, I, oh, I mean, she does run like the Meredith Marks business. Like she has a lot of stuff that she does. Like she's a businesswoman. I'm not going to take that. So away she from sits her. at home and she's bored as hell because she's got other people that are doing her businesses for oh, her. Perhaps. Probably. And she, this is what she decides to do with her time. I, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. Nobody's making any sense of it either. Everybody's at least pointing it out. And that's great. 
But Meredith is just sitting there still calm. She's not losing her shit. She never does. She's not freaking out. Like, even when she's being accused of something really bad, she never quite blows her top off. No, but it's you weird. would think that it would be, like, not proving her guilt. But instead, I think the opposite. Yeah, that's, like, you that's just the weird look part. guilty as shit right now. She's smiling, too. She's smirking. And she's like, and she's like, she's like, like I never said that. Yeah. It, I, I really never it. made those claims. It just, I don't know. But what it does give us is the first authentic moment with angie as far as her going off on somebody this wasn't scripted this was off book and because of like the hundred seventy thousand dollars in taxes that are owed and like bankruptcy and all these other weird claims that meredith's files seem to say angie drops i fucking love this line when it hits and it landed she goes google me google me i'm worth millions of dollars i do millions of dollars of business every year angie k mama k built this empire i was like fuck yeah that's a good, she just tore her apart. Yeah. That was a hell of a read from Angie that I did not expect. And it's because it was real. She's the Don. She's what the do you Don. Expect from the Don. She's going to push do it. the Don too far. Nope. I know that she's Greek mafia, but I, if I do a Greek accent, I might insult somebody. I, I am happy stick to stick with Italian because first off, she started the whole thing off by saying, let me, let me wet my whistle real quick. Oh, yeah, before let me I just get into this. Like what the fuck are you before doing? I, she didn't get emotional about it, which no. is nice. I mean, like, yeah, you could say that towards the end it was, it was emotion, but she didn't get sad about it. She wasn't hurt. Quote unquote. It wasn't any of that bullshit. She stood firm. Yep. She said, what the fuck are you doing? This is nuts and came after her. So I hope that more people do, but we've seen this before when Meredith gets, when people go after Meredith, she gets in some sort of shelter. She doesn't talk to anybody but people that are close to her. She didn't turn on Monica, which was weird. I know. Maybe that's still to come because ah, if, we're going to see that. We're we're going to have to see that because she did think that she had a friend in Monica. I, say, I thought I could trust her, but I guess I can't trust anybody around here. You're the one who can't be trusted. No. And that's the funny part. That's the ironic part is she's throwing all this shit out there that she started. And now she's going to turn it on somebody else and act like you're the bad friend. Like, yes, you're a terrible person. Uh, well said, but. Lisa is determined to get to the bottom of it. She says she's going to set her security team on it, her cybersecurity cyber team, and look, make all the jokes you want. If she runs Vita Tequila and it is as successful as it does seem to be, I guarantee you that they have a cybersecurity team. Yeah, that was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. People questioning if she had a cybersecurity person makes me wonder if they even know what a cybersecurity person know is. No, if they do, because like to protect their business and all of their everything they do all is banking is online, yeah, everything your website, online. all of your orders, like yeah. there's a ton of shit. Cybersecurity online. protects probably their entire company. Yeah. And they're probably very good at their jobs. And if they wanted to figure out where an Instagram DM came from, they could figure it out. And also Heather saying that she has seven attorneys, like, yeah, she's got a big company. That's not that all many of attorneys. This, tracks, like, yeah. this all makes sense. This is how business works, idiots. You're gonna fuck around and find out, Meredith. <laughs> But that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. I am good to go. Well, remember, buy tickets to our live show January 25th, the Green Room 42, NYC, Times Square, the Big Apple, the bros, and you. Please go buy your tickets. Get them ticks. Get them ticks, bruh. Links in the bio on the Instagram. Go check it out. Support the bros, and we might be able to come to a city near you if you cannot. But you need to buy the tickets so we fill the show, so we can do more shows. Prof Bros shows. Prof Bros shows you. Make it happen. Prof Bros are out of here. Bye.